Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my hosts as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's 902-1-O-N-G with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hello, hello, everybody. It's us. We're back. Your favorite Galentines. Another 902-1-O-M-G. I know. And Valentine's Day just happened. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Kiss. Kiss. Oh my gosh. But the good news is that even though we just had Valentine's Day, we didn't get our Galentine's Day, but we're getting it on Wednesday. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for our live Me virtual too. Galentine's event. It is our first ever virtual podcast, you guys. Galentine's Day, but well, boys welcome too. So mm-hmm. we're including everyone. Look, you guys, I, I have my my merch on. Merch on. Oh, yeah, you're festive. I love it. Looks it. Great. My hearts aren't lined up like yours were on my boobs, though. Just there you go. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> just Store, shimmy it over just, just a little. Just a typical day, always having to adjust them. Um, I know. So you guys, so we're having our very first virtual event this Wednesday, February seventeenth, and tickets are still available. VIP is sold out, but um, general admission is available. So. What are you waiting for? Get your tickets at onlocationlive.com slash 9021OMG. And don't forget that a portion of the proceeds from the live event will go to a great organization called Save Our Stages. Mm-hmm. And we have a guest. We have a very special guest at our virtual event, Ms. Debbie Gibson. Yeah. <gasps> the crowd goes crazy. I mean, talk about 80s and 90s, right? She was like huge when our show was on. Oh my gosh. She have you seen what she looks like? She just turned 50 and she what? looks yes. She How just turned 50. Possible? She's putting it out there and she looks unbelievable. Incredible. I follow her Instagram. She's such a kind woman. And I wonder if we can talk her into singing like a little a little song for us. Maybe she'll make up a little ditty for us. <gasps> I wish she would because she's actually, if you know the show well, she is not in the episode East Side Story that we're going to be watching. So make sure you do your homework and watch before we do the virtual event on Wednesday. You will see a guest appearance by Debbie Gibson. And then you'll get to see her on our event. So I'm so excited. exciting for all of us. Maybe she'll And make sing, sure hopefully. you get our merch. Our merch is still up on, yeah. you can go to our podcast. Uh, you can go to our so Instagram. Fun. 9021-OMG podcast and get our merch to wear. We have a t-shirt, two sweatshirts, really cute stuff. Wear it with us. You're a good salesman. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> what else? I want to buy it and I already have it. What is it? I don't want it. I want it. I want that Dr. Pepper. Well, I've got, got this now. diet Dr. Pepper. I've got this pair of glasses. I like those glasses. Oh my God. So we, we, did you guys watch this episode? Say yes. Of course. Yes. Of course. This was Slumber Party written by the one and only Darren Starr, the creator of our show. And uh, it was a it was aired on January thirty first, nineteen ninety one. Tori, do you want to give a little and the, synopsis? The, syn- the synopsis is, you guys, Kelly's friend brings an attitude to Brenda's girls' night in. Meanwhile, Steve and Brandon walk a lonely road on a night out with two unpredictable women. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go on record and say, out of all ten years, this is one of the most memorable episodes of all time. Slumber party. Do you agree? I do. I feel like this was the episode where we really got to see the core cast like kind of unite Aww. and come together. Even though we weren't all together in one place, it was the first time it just felt like all the parts were glued together well. Does that make sense? It does. It was. It was the first time that it was like a quiet moment. There wasn't like so many scenes. It all took place basically the girls' storyline at the slumber party. And it was very dramatic. And well, we're going to go through the episode. But this is um, where you impressed me so much as an actor. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I am grateful to be working alongside her. Oh, this it was fun. I just loved seeing all the female bonding. All the yeah. just all the girls. I love seeing all four girls. Not just the three of us, but Gab was there too. And that yeah. made me so happy because it was kind of rare that we got to do scenes with four girls. They would kind True. of make it just either two or the three of us. And then Gabrielle would be kind of doing her newspaper thing or being doing something with Brandon. So I thought it was really cool that she was in all of this. And she added so much to it, so mm-hmm. much like texture. And Oh, man. Why did they make Andrea's pajamas look so <laughs> grandma-y? Like- We're going to kick off with that, okay? <laughs> I was like getting some serious uh, Anne with an E vibes from her. Or I don't know, Little House on the Prairie. What the heck? <laughs> And even with her granny hammies. long flannel, like, I'm like, okay, you two, like, Kelly and Donna had the cutest pajamas. Like, I would actually wear those now in 2021. Me too. Yeah, I wear the, I would wear everything but gaps. I, w- I don't think I <laughs> Agreed. could pull that off. <laughs> and it was like buttoned up to here, so I nobody know. could see it. <laughs> it sure set the stage for the character, though. Uh, it really and did. What I she guess. wears at night. Yeah. <laughs> of course she wears that. Of course Andrea Zuckerman wears her nighty, her granny nighty, like that. <laughs> but the dancing, the dancing at the slumber party. Do you remember I, doing that? I do. And I remember cringing then <laughs> as we were doing it. And now uh, watching it, I was uh, doubly cringing, going, oh my God, I can't believe it. it's going on so long. Why are they still dancing? <laughs> it was very long. I remember thinking in that moment, wow. I get paid to miss high school and come here and dance and eat ice cream and popcorn and hang out with my friends. <laughs> that was, was a good one day of those scenes. In your pajamas. Yeah, good day. In yeah. my pajamas. Good what day. song was better. that? Do you guys remember? Was it Billy Idol? Obviously was dubbed over for oh, what song I think it was Dancing with Myself. And if I had really? I think originally it was. I might be pulling that out of a memory that doesn't exist because it was 30 years ago. But I'm sure we could Google that. I mean, that whatever that they put on Hulu for it to go with did not really no. um, sync well with our dance moves. I'm just going to say. I'm pretty sure it was that. Wouldn't that be cool if Billy I actually Idol. remembered that? That was Billy Idol, right? Dancing. I like that. Okay. Dancing with myself or my girls. There you and go. And who decided to bring Miss Nudie Pants along? Jeez. <sighs> Talk about rude. Um, Amanda? A buzzkill. Amanda. Buzz- um, played by Michelle so, Abrams. So mean, and they wrote her so vicious and mean. Yeah, but then you come around at the end of the then episode you, for her. But I'm yeah, with you. Yeah. I like wanted her, like, why didn't she leave the entire time? And then at the very end, I was like, oh. Right, if she hated it, leave. I know, why'd she stick yeah. around? She had a free night. She could have gone and done something else. Um, Do you remember working with her? I do. What do you remember about her? I remember really liking her. I remember liking her whole vibe. And um, I remember I remember she was actually really nervous. And um, 
That was a hard character to just come in into that group of girls Mm -hmm. and start, you know, dissing everybody. So she had to like muster up the confidence to play that role. And I don't think it was, it wasn't like, she's not like that in real life, you know? So what do you remember? Interesting. I don't have many memories. I remember her being quiet that I think I probably misinterpreted as, oh, she didn't like me. But now you're saying she was nervous and that's why she was yeah. quiet. I'm like, ah, oh, that makes sense. But yeah, my six-year-old self was like, oh, she didn't like me. I just remember her being, yeah, really nervous and wanting to do a good job. She was really cute, good style, very 90s. I know she's really pretty girl. I don't know. I feel know. like she I had just, auditioned for one of the main cast members. Something She could have been Kelly. She could have definitely been Kelly. No one could have been Kelly. <laughs> I'm like, that sounds get so weird straight. to say, even getting, coming from you, of all people. <laughs> <laughs> she could have been me. I no. like it. We could rewrite history, take you out of it. Would that make you happy? Yeah, no. Nah. I like my history. Just fine. <laughs> Why did they make the slumber party sound so lame? Like, I, I think, like, slumber parties in high school were still cool when I was in high school. Was that just like a Beverly Hills thing or? I feel like I, for me, it was junior high when when it was slumber parties. Maybe it was just because, yeah, high school. I don't know. Maybe they thought they were too cool for it. I did, did you slumber, have slumber parties. parties yeah. Okay. So very few because little known fact, I was really scared of sleeping out. <laughs> I was like terrified. As so you I didn't be. So I didn't go to many sleepovers. Yeah. Um, but I feel like people still did them. But nowadays it's like kids do so even then, like look at the parties. Look at the party at Marianne Moore's. Like <laughs> why when you can have parties like that at that age, why do a simple sleepover, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. I loved it. Like I Me thought too. it was a girl, like a girly party and you get to be silly. Like they they had they got to be silly, they got to pig out, as they called it, which I really loved hearing people say pig out. <laughs> Um, and I don't know. It just like felt like fun. No boys allowed. No. Did you like um, Donna's favorite food? That is that has been forever. People come up to me all the time and say, "I eat ice cream and popcorn because of you." I'm like, "Was that you? Yikes. Was that like Tori's snack idea, or did they say no? You have to eat ice cream." And <laughs> that was written in the script, and I remember thinking like, "That's weird," but I didn't feel like I was entitled to change it or say anything That's so i did darren, it it must be darren star's favorite snack like some like weird <laughs> concoction but people to this day still eat popcorn and ice cream because of that so good for them i think it would be good i'm willing to give that a try will you at our right. virtual event well you, you know i like popcorn to put, and ice cream you know i like to put salt on my ice cream so it's she likes to put salt like on everything the salt you guys shaker? let's be clear oh yeah shake 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 huh. your salt it could have been, that could have been, what? what is uh, Ben and Jerry's? That could have been a Ben and Jerry's 90s ice cream, popcorn. They put salt in ice cream. Ice like cream. salt and straw. Yeah. They have like a salted yeah. caramel one. It's really it's good. It's all the rage now. Yeah. Jen puts salt on everything that exists. I know. I hope I can do that forever. I mean, because, <laughs> you know, when you get older, you're not supposed to have a lot of salt. Yeah. I'm really scared of that day when some doctor says you need to cut back on your salt intake. I love salt, too. You guys, literally, if we go to a restaurant, before she even tastes the food, she salts it. <laughs> well, why am I going to waste my time? But what do you, so, so many restaurants don't even have salt shakers on. Oh, you know, it's like almost like offensive to the chef. So what do you do there? I just, pe- I say, oh, can I have some salt, please? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't eat without salt. I don't want to. I can, but I don't want to. I like, just like everything salty. How are you not swollen all the time? I don't know. My body's not, like just so to used it. to it. <laughs> uh, I guess it, it's what makes me so salty, so ornery. <laughs> oh, my salt. <laughs> oh, Wait, the stuff did I'll you uncover. Did you know that um, Kelly's middle name was Marlene? I didn't know that until I watched the show. I did not know that. I don't know why, but I feel like that was for me because my sister's middle name is Marlene. Camille Marlene. She's going to kill me. Uh, that's my sister's <laughs> name. So maybe I was it's like, a beautiful hey. name, Marlene Dietrich. Marlene, like, it's a beautiful name. Very old school, like film noir mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. name. Kelly Marlene Taylor. I don't know. It's just a little that one. That one doesn't flow, but uh, it's not beautiful. KMT. And in the game they were playing was called Skeletons in the Closet. I, <laughs> I felt like that was more like um, 
murders in the living room or something or assholes in the living room. Like, it was, <laughs> what a game. That game was really vicious. Worse than yeah, like truth or dare or never what have would, I ever. Yeah. What would our version be that we would have in real life? I feel like it would be truth or dare. But yeah, it's there kind of no like dare. all truth. Yeah. Just truth or truth. It's not a fun game. No. No. And this was an emotional scene that you had to do, Jenny. Yeah, that was my first, well, we did the episode with the mom, with my mom Mm -hmm. all coked out, that, um, the fashion show episode. That was kind of emotional too. But this one was the first time where it was like, I remember shooting this scene actually and Mm -hmm. like the pressure that I felt as a person, an actress, like, because I, they set up this like, um. It was like a rat. We had like um, the, the the dolly was going around the all the um, girls sitting in a circle, mm-hmm. and so there was it was like a big elaborate setup, and there was that that really super slow push in. So it was very detail oriented, and then you know having to get everything with the focus just right. And so and I didn't want to you know blow my performance on the first take and like not be able to do it again because I was really ready to do it when, when it was time to film that scene. And um, thank God, I think that was just like a one take wonder. That was one of those scenes where okay. we got, they, I just remember that push in was all one take and it was, I think it was the first take. Sometimes the first takes are always the best. Because mm, yeah. it's genuine. And you're, oh, it was so close on your little face and your tear. Yeah, and like, <sighs> it's like heartbreaking and the bangs just I could, subtly move and who knew I could time a tear just perfectly you guys she's the best on screen crier ever <laughs> oh, don't you jinx are it. don't jinx sorry, it what about to do it again then how do you do it do you go what do you think about <laughs> I mean everybody's different right I mean mm-hmm. I, I've always thought mm, I always think like I'm kind of weird when I do it, but maybe some other people do it too. Like I get in that headspace before the scene ever happens. Like I'm kind of in that zone of like okay. on the edge of my emotions that whole day. And then when you do it, it's just like you got to just step into that person's shoes and forget all about anything else. Tori? I'm not a good on-screen crier. I'm not. I'm not a big crier in real life. Like I don't know. I, I repress my emotions a lot. <laughs> I've seen you cry maybe twice. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's so weird. I. I've gotten over it, but I remember like one time I was someone was like, "It's okay to cry," and I was like, "Crying's a sign of weakness." And I, I was like, "I think you said that to me." <laughs> oh, possibly. <laughs> As you were crying about something, <laughs> like it's okay to cry. I don't know why I think that either. I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. But crying on screen is even harder for me. Like they always, when I had to really cry, they always had to bring in the blower. <laughs> now, what is the blower? What you guys say blower? that's what you we got, called you it. Had to get blowed. <laughs> they had to blow me. Um, it's this little uh, plastic thing that has menthol in it. Like crystals, little crystals uh-huh, of menthol. Uh-huh. And when they blow it, basically menthol just shoots air, shoots into your eyes, and so you cry. Burns your retina, basically. Just Remember we were discussing on BH90210, we think we've had the blower so many times in our lives that something <laughs> if it messed our eyes up. <laughs> yeah, I can barely see now, and I blame it all on the menthol blower. Because... There were times when we were like young that they wouldn't even like they would just be like they wouldn't even say can you get there like can you get there emotionally they'd just be like for this scene like it's a close up we need tears fly in the blower and like bring in the blower run in and just like (laughs) in your eyes the person like like, 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 in action in your face like they're like so close you guys it burns so bad. They're blowing their corona right into your eyeballs. Basically. I can't. Maybe that's why we're both blind. Maybe that's why we need glasses. <laughs> Who can we talk to about this? Yep. Is it too late? <laughs> yeah. I am like shooketh. I can't, I can't believe Imagine being a teenage this. girl and like flying the blower and they like just like. <sighs> oh, and it was so embarrassing too. Eyes. Like if there ever yes. was a scene like maybe you did a great first take or maybe you couldn't cry. Maybe that you just weren't getting there emotionally. It was so embarrassing because they would literally shout it out and the walkie, like, then you would feel like such an, a failure. 
always, I always felt that way because I had a hard time crying and put on the spot. I definitely couldn't. So every time that came in, I was like, oh my God, they're all thinking, not, knows I look suck. at the boss's daughter. She can't even cry <laughs> on cue. She can't even cry. <laughs> yeah. That is so interesting. Oh, little, yeah. The little behind the scenes secrets. Oh, see, this is the stuff we love because I would never know anything my, that, like my that existed. Ear, I said my ears. I meant my eyes are literally tearing up as we're talking. Just talking about it, my eyes have PTSD. <gasps> That's <laughs> what we've talked about. She has watery eyes, like fact, always. That's where it came oh. from. We thought maybe it was attributed to the blower from years and years that they would just make you do. Like you now have just watery eyes. Maybe it's just because they put Kelly through so many emotional things that my, like, I just cry all the time now because of it. (laughs) The good news is there's a thing out there and like, I never would have known this, but it's all over social media. They talk about bad, ugly criers. Mm -hmm. Like they always say, like Kim Kardashian is an ugly crier. Me, when I read all this, I'm like, oh, now I know what they're talking about. I'm an ugly crier. Jenny Garth, pretty crier. I don't know that you're an ugly crier. I wouldn't say you're an ugly crier at all. I think it's beautiful when you cry because you're finally letting your emotions out <laughs> instead of trying to control them. Like, it's but beautiful. This, thank you. But this thing they do, just like last week we talked about wiki feet. They have feet pictures of celebrities. They have crying pictures of celebrities. So they go back to moments when you're like hysterically crying or something. um, And they pause it right when you do like a big like, (gasps) and it's an ugly cry, they call it. But like you, you could have frozen on any frame of that whole monologue and it was a pretty cry. Why, thanks. So, So yay you. Thanks. Thanks a lot. As an actor, are you aware of that when they're filming that? Like, you're like, please don't do an ugly cry face. Like, you're trying not to, or do you just get into it? I mean, no. Yeah. I don't think about what I look like when I'm crying. I, hopefully, no. you're not thinking about what you look like when you're crying because then you're not really. Yeah. In well, real life, I know you don't, but if you're filming it, what, what do you. No. No. Like, if you're thinking about that, you're in trouble. Then you're not going to be crying. Like, if you're thinking, how you, how do I look right in this moment? Then you're probably not going to be able to cry. <laughs> but Kelly was talking about Ross Weber. Ross? Mm-hmm. Was that his name? Yep. Ross Weber. What a name. He's the, he's the guy. I don't, okay. So we always kind of alluded to the fact that she was raped by that guy, but. Right. I feel like. But it's, it wasn't, how, she didn't want it that way. Because then she's like, he didn't even put down a blanket. Like, she's still traumatized by it. She mm-hmm. just had hoped it would have been a better scenario. I think that that happens a lot for girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they have, you know, such big expectations and hopes. I wanted my first time to be really special because of 90210. Like, <laughs> Are because Brenda and Dylan's was so special. <laughs> like, mine needs to be after some sort of dance as well. Oh and gosh. it was. I'm it turning was. red. Oh You're. Tur- I've never seen you turn red. She is turning Listen, fifty shades red of red. It's so dumb, and it's so true. It was after homecoming night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you do tell. Tell girl. more. Tell more. Oh man, you have Brenda and Dylan to thank. <laughs> well, we we talk about Ross Weber later though when we go. I. Because I, I feel like we revisit him at some point in the show's history later, later, later. And it's interesting. When we first talked about this, we thought it was John Sears was your first. And then we realized it wasn't John Sears. It was Ross Weber. Mm-hmm. What about when Donna's like, I'm sorry, I don't have more problems. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> So cute. It was you, cute. I felt like Donna well, was Well, like I was clearly, really, a, I was really into that moment and a good actress in that scene because clearly I have a lot of problems. So <laughs> I was acting. No, you, you, I felt like Donna was like, this was the first episode where you, we really got to see Donna be where Donna. Where she spoke. <laughs> who she, no, but like fun and um, sort of goofy and just like really good hearted, mm, you know? Innocent. Mm-hmm. I felt like this was the episode that was like, oh, this is the Donna we're going to now grow and love as the show goes forward. I had fun in that episode. I felt really accepted. Not that I hadn't already been accepted by you guys, but I felt on screen a really a part of the group. Mm-hmm. And the whole, the also thought it was interesting, the sort of foreshadowing of um, 
Kelly, Brenda, Dylan issues, which I had totally forgotten that that was ever like a, that had ever happened before. Me too. Like, I guess Kelly admitted that she was trying to get with him, mm-hmm. but that was before Brenda. So why did she get so mad at her? This was before Brenda even moved there. No, but then she says she tried to get a date with him after she realized that Dylan was into Brenda. What? Hmm. I thought it was. I didn't get that. She said it was before Brenda ever moved there. Kelly tried to ask Dylan out after Brenda started going out with him. That's why Brenda got so mad. Oh. On camera? Or like, is this like we're making up stuff now? No, no, no. What do you mean? This this is what (laughs) Kelly said at the slumber party. This is what she said. I don't. I thought it was like. She said it was before. And then I was like, that's why I she said, did say that as well. So Brenda she started off by saying, I have a confession to make. I tried to go out on a date with Dylan after you were interested with him. And it's because we had flirtatious vibes back when we were freshmen. Well, how come we never saw that on camera? Be- well, it wasn't on camera, but it was just part of the story. That would have been something good to be on camera if Kelly actually had asked him out after Brenda. Hmm. I don't know. Well, that's common. So, <laughs> do you think the but, writers already knew like that this was going to happen? I doubt it because there's another thing that someone told me about that Brenda says when she's doing the Ouija board. She says, "I don't know anyone that's dead," and then later in the in the series, you find out that her aunt is dead. <laughs> she's had an aunt that died from cancer. So I feel like they're just winging this, writing it as they go, <laughs> as they go. <laughs> making it up. <laughs> It's Maybe. interesting that they never fact check stuff, you know, like, oh, I mean, right, it's names easy. And- it's easy to go back and be like, hey, this is the name we used. Yeah. In mm-hmm. first season, we did say like, I don't know. Did you ever do a Ouija that- board, though? I'm a huge fan of the Ouija. You are. Do you think they were? I feel like I've tried to get you to do Ouija and you don't like it. They kind of freak me out, but I don't. Is it real? Do they work? Has it? Maybe. I did the Ouija board once and we asked a question and you know when it moves to like yes, no, and then goodbye right. and we kept it kept saying goodbye and we're like, no, we just want to talk to you. Are you a friendly spirit? And literally the little, what is it? Not a mouse, but the little, what is it? Right. Controller doohickey. thing. The doohickey <laughs> rose up and then the whole board and the, and the doohickey Flew across the room and hit no, the room. No, come on. Hit the side of the wall. Swear to God. I was nine years old when this happened and was doing it with a friend. And it wasn't like she like Blung moved it. it. Like, I know you can push it with your fingers and stuff. This whole thing flew against the wall. And I've heard oh. so many people tell stories like that. I feel like it can be real. Was this in yes, your house? It was in my house. It was in my breakfast room. Do you think it happened? haunted? No. Maybe. Hmm. We should do Ouija one night. And we should also do that thing where it's like, light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Isn't that what you do at slumber parties? <laughs> light as a feather, yeah. stiff as a board. Yes. And we could be like white witches and do like, yeah, do spells. Anyway. Anyway. I digress. Back to the episode. <gasps> what about Andrea admitting that she loves Brandon? Yeah. Well, duh. Duh. That would be obvi. Us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to the viewers, but not to the gang. Now they know. Right. Well, I don't know. I just feel like all that teenage girl drama and all the fights and that like whole like explosion of catty. It made me never want to go back to that age again. <laughs> like I let, I loved watching the summer party. Super fun. But then when it started fighting and getting real, <laughs> it's like I'm out. <laughs> Well, there was the whole other storyline of Brandon and Steve that we haven't touched on. Oh, yes. Which we definitely need to get to because we have a few yes. guests. We have two friends coming on. Uh-huh. So Julie McCullough is coming on and Judy Aronson is coming on. And we're so excited to have them right after this. <laughs> Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. 
This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important, don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. 
and basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. There's Judy. Hi, guys. Hi. You guys all grew up. Look at you. Talk about two beauties that don't age. What Why the do you heck? Look exactly the same. Exactly. Ah. <laughs> you guys look exactly the same, just a little bit older because I always thought of you as so much younger than me. <laughs> um, Were we? Were we younger? Okay, so I thought of myself as younger than you too, only because I was such a super fan of weird science, and that was in the 80s, and now you look younger than me. Like, what happened? <laughs> no, but thank you. But I've seen you guys on different things that you've done through the years. Congratulations, by the way, to both of you. Thank you. And, um, and I've known, like, you guys are just so vibrant and so beautiful. It's really nice to see you. It's nice to see you. You did such a great job in that in that scene with Brandon and and Steve and the nightclub girls. Hello. A lot of fun. You guys were so sexy. I know. We didn't even get to work with you. Mm-mm. But I remember you guys coming into the makeup trailer. Were we nice? <laughs> you were very, very nice to us. You never know. Like, that was always a thing. We wanted guest stars to feel included because it's hard going on to someone else's set. We both have done it and it's not always right. friendly. And you're like, yikes, there's Julie. Hi, Julie. Hi. We have Julie with us too. Hi, girls. So you guys Hi. played Trina and Shelly. So you guys were friends before you were cast as these two friends. Wait, and you both just happened to get the part as as friends on the show? That's so random. Yeah. Well, we weren't, I, know. I, I don't think we were really good friends. Like we weren't hanging out a lot together. No, yet. we just knew okay. each other. It was two other. other people yeah. that would be together. But then we really became good friends when after 90210. That's Aww. so cool. And Julie, you went on to go and be in uh, work with Ian again later in life, didn't you? I did. How funny was that? That's so the, great. Uh, Sharknado. Wait, which one? I did the first one. And okay. then I did another one that was a mockumentary of Sharknado called uh, Sharknado Heart of Sharkness. It was like a mockumentary <laughs> done. So I did, I've done. I've been in two of them. Oh, so fun. I know. And I posted a picture of us and is like, you know, X amount of years later, Steve, you know, Steve's getting this Corvette back or trying to get his Corvette back. It was just hilarious, the photo and that he posted of us. It was so funny. It was my first time working with him since, since then. So did you real did you know how to drive that car or did they have to teach you? Was it like a real stick shift or was it automatic? No, it was fake. It was it was you, all fake. You were faking it was it. automatic. I was having to fake that I didn't know how to <laughs> drive it. It was actually an automatic. You strike Thank me God. as a girl that knows how to drive a stick shift, so I'm gonna go. No, actually I really? don't. I've tried, but no, I don't. And I need to know how to do it. I, I'll teach you. you know, Come on over. I went to Afghanistan and that was the one thing a lot of the equipment in Afghanistan was all stick shift stuff. Man, I kept thinking, man, if we get like trapped or road bum, I'm in deep, deep, deep dark for not knowing how to do a stick shift, you know, seriously. <laughs> so I got to say for 80s and 90s television, I always say Jenny wore the bang best, but second to her, Julie McCullough wore the bang best. Those you really were some did. good blonde bangs. Yep. You always had good bangs. Yeah. And like so straight and like perfect. Mm-hmm. You guys, she still yep. has them. Do you still have them? I do, I do, but my hair is so yucky right now. I'm just wearing my cap. <laughs> She's hiding it. <laughs> I keep telling Jen all the time to bring her bangs back. That That's my dream is for her to bring her bangs back. Sis, should we play rapid fire with them? Um, favorite character on Beverly Hills 90210. Don't feel obligated to pick. Yeah, Dawn. we have we <laughs> have thick skin. Don't worry. We, we aren't even our favorite characters, so... <laughs> Let's see. Who's my favorite? Well, we got to go with Luke, you know? Come on. 
Dylan, you know, everyone's, yep. Dylan's character, everybody's favorite just about, you know? Yeah. Because really he was like the Fonzie of 90210. I was so yeah. bummed he wasn't on our episode. I know he wasn't on that episode at all, which was weird. No. We only had scenes with, uh, you know, Ian and Jason. We didn't get scenes with you girls or anything. Mm -hmm. Did either of them flirt with you guys? Yeah, off camera. Come on. <laughs> Spill the tea. Well, actually, I had already played Jason's girlfriend in a different show he was on before that called Sister Kate. I love yeah, Sister you, Kate. Let me so just much. tell you, though, you, you and Jason looked extremely connected whilst in that convertible, that two seater. <laughs> you guys, it was 30 years ago. So tell us. Actually, he did, he did me a, a really good solid. I, um, and this is before he was really famous. Um, I was screen testing for an Italian movie and um, they had me shoot here. And do you guys know who Nick Cassavetes is? Mm -hmm. So this is before Nick was known and they were good friends and I was friends with them all. And, um, and so I needed a guy to do a love scene with me. <laughs> so Nick yeah. decided to direct this audition scene for me for this Italian um, Italian screen test. Whoa. You had to like audition the love scene. You had a love scene for this Italian. It was Italy. Come on. <laughs> you got to. They like it. Yeah. Wait, it wasn't a Nick Cassavetes movie. He just did you the favor and like filmed it and directed it for you. And Jason Priestley played your love interest in yeah. it. What the hell is going on? And we were rolling around here in my bed, Jason and I. Oh. Nick Cassavetes, who had never shot anything. So I can actually say, so can Jason, that we were in Nick Cassavetes' very first film. <laughs> Wait, I want to see that footage. That's what I want to see. I've got to find that. I knew I saw a strong connection between you two. <laughs> no, we never, we never had anything. And then after our show, Julie, you went on to do was did you do Growing Pains before our show or before? Before, before right? Before. Uh, I remember uh, yeah, you on that well, show. So yeah. adorable. I was doing Growing Pains uh, when I did nine hundred two and I was oh. still on it. Wait, Julie, you didn't answer if Ian or Jason flirted with you. Sorry, they both did. <laughs> no, they didn't. No, many years later, I actually dated one of them briefly. One of them? Many years Bury the headline. Wait, Which one? I don't know about that, Jules. Which one? We just haven't never talked about it. I mean, it was kind of public. We went out to quite a few public places together. Um, and we even rescued a dog together. Who? You haven't said who yet. It was Jason. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I went out with a few on a few dates with Jason. Wait a but, minute. You know. But I knew you were good friends with his sister. And you were also Yes, Justine. I'm still friends together. with Justine. I even know Jason's mama. Wow. This is good. This oh, is this great. is great. I've known her all these years and had no idea. I've been on docu dates. You know, we all dated. We were single. It was um, you know, freaking a long time ago. It was before I got married. And uh anyway. I, and now I'm divorced, so I should have stuck it out with somebody else, like Jason. Hey, Julie, isn't he a good kisser? I don't remember. Oh, it's. I'll tell you, he's a great kisser. I'm allowed to tell because mine was just on film, so I was. I'm allowed to. Wait, wait, I have a question. Oh my god, I'm so excited right now, Tor. You okay? I'm talking to two other women. Well, maybe more than two. Oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs> God. I know what she's going to say. She's throwing, you, she's throwing you in there. Do it. Wait. Do, when, you, when you kiss him, does his jaw pop? Did you ever hear a jaw popping sound? <laughs> like like TMJ sound. You know the sound. The TMJ that. sound. Oh, my gosh. I don't remember. I thought for sure you could share in that with me. <laughs> I'm really disappointed right now. I think you kiss him a lot more than I did. Probably, but <laughs> oh man! Wait, so if it... four of us here that kissed him? Yes, yeah, didn't you make <laughs> no, out, Jason? <laughs> no, 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 no. I may have taken a spin class from his wife though, over at the sweatshop. But well, you that's know. not the same. <laughs> no. Nope. Listen, mm -hmm. we were young, and we were all single, and we were. 
those are, that was the group we were around. We were allowed to date whoever we wanted to. And I don't like it when people judge, oh, you went out with this person. You went out. So what? We were yeah, single. And exactly. we were sleeping all together, you know? At least not at once. It's yeah. just, you know. <laughs> Wait, you guys, we have to, we play this with everyone. We have I, to play Kiss Mary or Kick to the Curb. I always forget. It's in character, not character. In character. Characters of Beverly Hills 90210. The boys. Yes. Kiss them, Who would you kiss, kiss? Mary or kick to the curb? Or the girls. Hey, it's 2021. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I would kiss David. I would marry Jim or Ian. So Steve, Steve Sanders, who pl- Steve Sanders. Ian plays Steve Sanders. Okay, so you'd you'd kiss David, marry Steve Sanders, and who would you kick to the curb? Shannon. You'd kick Brenda yeah. to the curb. Okay, fair okay. enough. Nice and scene. All right. Yeah, Julie, you're <laughs> Julie? up. Julie, I hope you're prepared. Uh, just the character, not not her. Yes, yeah. of course. If Judy's going to kick Brenda to the curb, then I guess I, I have to, I'd probably have to marry Brenda because I like Brenda. And, uh, and I would, I've already kissed Steve, so he'd be, have to be kicked to the curb. And, um, and of course, you know, since I've already done it in real life, you know, Jason all the way would have to be kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone always wants to kiss that dream boat. It's the eyes. <laughs> you guys, thanks for playing our stupid game with us. <laughs> well, what about you guys? Oh, we oh we've played, already done me. it. We played, yeah. Yeah, I'll but it, what, do that we again. haven't heard it. So maybe for your audience, you you can uh, reannounce who you would kiss, marry, or kick to the curb. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I think Jen. In all fairness, Sis was right. It's 2021. Girls can be included. So let's do kiss, marry, and kick to the curb with us picking female characters. Sure. Okay. Okay. Mm. Mm, this is fun. I would kiss Donna because you have big, beautiful lips and I want to kiss them. <laughs> you have a lip obsession. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't she just have beautiful lips? Um, yeah. And I would uh, marry uh, Andrea because I know she's a really good cook. Mm-hmm. She could just cook for me. And then I would, oh, but I don't want to, I'd kick Kelly to the curb. <laughs> <laughs> I just kicked myself right to the curb. <laughs> you go, you go, you go. Wait, Andrea's a good cook? Well, in real life. Yeah, we're not playing real life. I knew well, you were I know, switching but I crossed from. I it over. I, you can't a little... do that. You're not playing by the rules. But I think Andrea was definitely the most domestic out of everyone. Thank so you. We sis. could assume okay, she fine. was a good cook. She's a great cook. She's the most sensible, so she would have made it make great what make a great wife. There you go. Yes. And she became president. <laughs> that would make me the sex sec what's it called when I'd be the second Lotus. wife? No. I'd be yeah. Lotus. I'd be Lotus. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, uh character only. I would kiss I'm probably gonna say Kelly, because I feel like I kissed Shannon in real life, so that wouldn't. No, like in fun, like fun girls, like but Kelly's answer. just so pretty. <laughs> Wait, a second. Did, Wait a second. Wait a Shannon? second. <laughs> you know when you have like girls' nights out and you're like drunk and the boys are like kiss, kiss, and you're at a bar and you kiss. Like I've kissed Shannon in real life. I've kissed <laughs> Tiffany. I've kissed Lindsay. I've kissed Kathleen. Like a poodle. No, like a like a kiss, but like in front of people, like. When guys are like, I dare you, truth or dare, I dare you to kiss, you know? I feel like we've kissed before, too. Do you think now we have? I feel like we've it. never kissed. I feel like you and I Jenny's have never kissed. that you don't remember her kiss. No, but she, so, no, I've watched her kiss many a time on TV, and I think she looks like a really good kisser. So I would pick Kelly to kiss, Andrea to marry, because then my, maybe for once my finances would be in order, and... <laughs> I guess I would have to kick Brenda to the curb, but for no other reason than just what I said. You've already had her. Yeah. You've already had her. You've already had her. <laughs> you still got it, girls, for sure. You, you really do. You're both so beautiful. And thank you for coming on our show and playing with thank us you. and being so just honest and fun and making us laugh. 
Oh, you guys are great. Thank you. Congratulations on all this. Thanks, guys. Love you so much. <laughs> Thank you All so our love much. to you guys. Thank you so much for having us. Bye. Bye. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Well, we're back. And, you know, before we get into some questions from the listeners, um, there are some one-liners from this episode that were pretty good. The 9021, no, you didn't. Best lines from the episode. BNJ, before nose job, was explained by Amanda. <laughs> she says that to Kelly. That's a good one. Is that, yeah. was that, is that a thing? I've never heard that before. Well, no. I guess you guys are asking me because I'm the only one who's had a nose <laughs> job here. Um, did, ever, nope. did anyone ever say that to you? No, nope, but I'm going to start using that one now. It's good. It's a good one. Yeah. Did you have a good a favorite line tour? Um, I did like my, well, I'm sorry for not having more problems because it's so Donna and yet mm-hmm. so not Tori. So I like that one. <laughs> yes. It was good. It was definitely memorable. Mine would have to be be um when amanda says come on brenda anyone who can't think of one secret is either lying or a total zero i like that <laughs> i don't know just the total zero part really yeah <laughs> i liked it all right we have some questions from uh two listeners this is from shell she says ladies when did you realize the show was a big hit what season were what were you in when you realize you had some job security. <laughs> job oh, wow. security makes me laugh. Just <laughs> just the term. But I yeah. never have job security. Ever. In the entertainment industry, no. you're only as good as your last job. And your last job could be over tomorrow. That's like so you never scary. It's just so, it's so random. There's yeah. No, yeah. I mean, we, we, when, I think when, we started, they started booking us out to appearances and they would send us to malls, not you, Tor, because you weren't allowed to travel. <laughs> but have we discussed would, that? Yeah. Wait, why not? So. We got sent, like, as a cast, they would send two of us, three of us out to malls all across America, uh-huh. in, sent us to Israel, sent us to Italy, all these amazing. Like you places. rode on a float in Israel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. She never got to go anywhere or do any of these things. So I never realized, you guys, and I was too scared to ask, but for 10 years, until I was like in the very like last couple years, I started like getting approached for offers and doing my own thing. But before that, I was like, I guess my character's not popular enough. I never get asked to do these mall appearances. I never get sent anywhere. And I was too scared to bring it up because I was so embarrassed and mortified that like, I was the least popular character on the show. And come to find out years later, it's because my dad, once I was underage, like he didn't want me traveling. He was like scared for me. So he never, he said, don't ever give Tori an appearance. <laughs> oh, you, you're so cute. She thought it was her fault. But I then did. you weren't underage. And it just And then it over. still happened. I guess it was just like a known thing. Like with PR, like if it comes through 90210 PR, don't send Tori or don't give her the offer. I don't know. I don't even know where it comes from. The only reason I knew I was popular is because like in the last two years, remember we did that appearance. It was me and Jen and it came through your manager and it was like all these like fans came over from Japan and we got to like, remember we had like our wardrobe and they were all like crying and they got to like meet us with a whole audience of them. And then I was like, loved it. And then I remember thinking like, oh, I was so grateful to your manager. I was like, thank you. I never get booked for appearances. And he was like, huh? And that's when I put two and two together. Yeah. That's so interesting. All right. So it was when the appearances started happening and you were like, wow, we're, we're kind of big. And oh, for me, happening. for me, I, and it wasn't until second season, you guys, like first season, the show wasn't that popular. Right. And. For me, it was, I remember I was at the Century City Westfield, now Westfield Mall, and I was on an escalator and someone was screaming Donna. And I was like, oh, that's funny. That's my character's name. There's a, there's a Donna. And then my friend's like, no, dummy, they're screaming at you. And it was like this group of girls. That's like Is, my first visual. That happens when I, that just happened to me last weekend. <laughs> really? Not I wasn't at the mall or anything, but I was, <laughs> I was skiing and I was getting a beer from the the beer place or whatever on the top of the mountain. And there was like a, a good size crowd of people that I was trying to avoid getting anywhere near. And, um, I was walking away with my little beers and someone was like, Kelly. And I just (laughs) kept walking, just kept walking. (laughs) So scared. (laughs) 
Wait, the bo- no, you need to turn around and acknowledge them and say hi. No, but she's talking about really like scared. it's scary now with COVID, like groups and stuff. And she's just like, if I keep walking, they won't even know if I heard or didn't. And maybe it wasn't me. Maybe it was a different Kelly, maybe right? Maybe somebody named Kelly. <laughs> maybe. Probably not. Well, that would be more embarrassing. I don't know. What's That's the next funny. question? Says? Did you have your mask on? Yes, I was in full ski. That's everything. impressive that they recognized you with the mask on. Wow. You'd All be right, surprised. One more. It's from Amy. She says, "My BFF and I watched the show, uh, watched the show from the beginning to end, and always identified with Donna and Kelly. We've been besties for thirty years as well, and no matter what, I know we'll always be together. How have you, Tori and Jenny, stayed friends over the years as both of your worlds have changed and evolved? What's the secret to your success?" Aww. This, you know, it's kind of cute. Let's see. We often have talked about this because obviously we have other friends in our lives that come and go. And and we think it's pretty unique to be able to have that one friend that when, you know, I was we were both friends in our teens and 20s with other people. And then sometimes your worlds change and you get married, you have kids and you're like, oh, you know, I love them, but my life's changed. and We've gone different ways. And Jen and I, no matter what has happened, we seem to just grow together. I think communication's big too. <laughs> like we're able, to, why are you laughing at that? <laughs> <laughs> like we're able to now in our 40s be able to be like, I'm mad at you. Here's why I'm mad. And like say it or here's what's bothering me. Like I think when you're younger, sometimes you like don't talk about things and then things get worse and then you grow apart. Like we've kind of, and we have this like language between us. What are, what are you thinking right now? <laughs> no, I'm Freaking just thinking out. like it's a, you have to have a really strong foundation. Something has got to really unite two people in a unique way to get them to have a very lasting relationship. Because like you said, there's so many people in this world and so many people that come in and out of each of our lives. And, but the bond that we have just from, that being locked in a warehouse for 10 years, being, that? <laughs> being kidnapped for those 10 years, uh, really solidified. <laughs> we always joke and say, you're stuck with me. Seriously, like if I have to think of like one person when I'm like in my 80s or 90s, like sitting next to, it'd be her. <laughs> I cannot wait. For I that, mean, it's not going to be pretty, but <laughs> it's going to be ours. Literally, I hang in there with you because I want to get to that. Like those, that's the good stuff. <laughs> you're going to be doing each other's makeup and brushing each other's hair. Uh-huh. In the rockers. That like one person that's just like, ah, that looks terrible. Take it off. Or <laughs> you look great. Like there's no jealousy or competition between us. I think that's key <laughs> with females. Like I think a lot of us are unwilling to admit or don't even know on a surface level that there is that lying beneath because we all want to think that, you know, women support women and we have each other's backs. But Mm -hmm. sometimes it's not always the case. But like she's the one person that she can say anything to me and (laughs) someone else might say it and it would piss me off. But when she says it, I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't have worn that. You're right. Or like, you know, and I know because I know she's doing it. Yeah, I'll argue. I have to argue with you. <laughs> but I know deep down she's right because I know she wholeheartedly has my back no matter what. Yeah. I noticed that right away when I met you guys. I think the first time that we and we well, and by the way, anybody listening, we've only met on Zoom because of COVID. I've so never sad. actually been in a room with the two of you. <laughs> but I did notice when we sat down to record the promos for the podcast before it even aired, the first thing that I think Jenny did was like adjust your boobs in your dress and like <laughs> Tell you that and I'll like lick my fingers and flatten her hair and like yeah yeah yeah. oh yeah they are besties we always have each other's back for sure I was thinking Mm -hmm. that Sisney when we were talking earlier you if we had we haven't even met you in real life but I feel like if we did we would just laugh the whole time like (laughs) we just make each other laugh you guys have been very welcoming I feel like I've been (laughs) friends with you for thirty years as well. Seriously. Oh, I can't wait till we can all have drinks together. Gosh. Amen. Well, I've had so much fun hanging out with you guys. I want to remind all of our listeners, though, to definitely get your tickets, if you haven't already, to come to our live virtual podcast, which is coming up this week on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And be there, be square. Tickets are available. You can get them at onlocationlive.com slash 9021OMG. 
And also check out our Instagram at 9021OMG podcast because it's fun. Because it's fun. Yeah. Oh, and give Double us five caps. stars. We love stars. <laughs> We're always like, please give us the stars. Just give us five stars. No. <laughs> no, but do keep your comments, keep your suggestions coming. We we do read that stuff and we do listen to it and it matters. Mm-hmm. So we love to hear from you and we want to know what you think. Yeah, it matters. We're offended, but then we adjust, you know. <laughs> yeah, it hurts. I'm it not going to lie. But... The, the mean things you guys say sometimes, you know who you are. <laughs> Um, I know exactly who you are, by the way. Uh, (laughs) But then after the hurt comes the growth. So there you go. Always down to grow. (laughs) Oh, well, this homework assignment is actually very short because you have to watch this next episode by Wednesday. Oh, my gosh. I don't have enough time. There's enough time. We could do it. Okay. Okay. Watch the next episode. That's it. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts, the medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.